1: Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional Mega Church. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labant, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our Mega Church a tiny family feel. Ooh! We're going to introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community, and you know I am going to consider it a true treat and a true treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas.
0: Who cares about the answer because the question is Jesus? I'm sorry. Who cares about about the the question question? because the answer answer is is Jesus, Jesus, Hallie? How are you? Oh,
1: blessed. How are you? What's happening in Climax? Oh,
0: I had an amazing week in Climax, if not a bit i guess it was a bit embarrassing but it's all turned out for the best
1: oh what
0: i mean Hallie, did you hear about this whole hot mic situation with me it was so no What happened? Oh, you didn't hear about it it's not no. worth getting into really you had but- a hot mic uh, yeah, you know, just a, a hot mic. I've got oh, the... I
1: know those lavalier mics can be a huge problem. Pastors will go in to have a quick tinkle before, you know, getting out and uh, preaching the word and, and the mic is on and you hear them tinkling in the upright yeah, thing in there and yeah. it's so embarrassing.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I had something like that uh, happen.
1: With a hot mic?
0: Well, you know, I've got a couple of seniors running the sound right now and that's always just... They... they, they mess up and they forgot to turn my lav off and i guess there was just a bit of me you know backstage talking uh before i went on and they caught a bit bit of that
1: oh so everybody could hear you what you were talking about backstage who were you talking to
0: uh you know actually hallie i was talking to jesus oh you were praying yes and i was just like (gasps) i guess you know what they heard was like you know, I love you so much. Uh, I need you. Um, don't ever go away from me. Nothing mm. compares to you. And uh, mm. yeah, then I I was, you know, I, I was just so feeling it. And I was crying a little bit. And then I was, you know, uh, saying, you know, please, I guess I was saying like, please uh, don't don't leave or something like that, which I know Jesus would never do. So, right. you know, I don't even know why I was saying that. But, you know, maybe say, like, you know, even... Even someone like me can have a bit of a scare before we go on stage and you you get your faith shook. So
1: Your soul was crying out. I That's think it's right. beautiful to talk to JC like that.
0: <laughs> it's just a funny joke now, Hallie, that all my teens oh. had that. And yeah, and I told him, I was like, guys, that was about Jesus.
1: Oh. Well, what's happening in your personal life? Have you seen your friend Clay Mason Bannerman?
0: No, I haven't seen him. Oh. Anyway, the things with my stalker are heating up. Do tell. Yes, Hallie. Well, as everyone knows who listened last week, I have a stalker. She is a waitress at the local all-protein restaurant called Don Proteini's. Her name is Zelda, and she's got a gap a few gaps between the teeth and she has been unrelenting Hallie oh. she started a fan page she's writing something called fan fiction I've heard what I know I'm and then the Butters detective agency is saying that I'm probably gonna have to get a restraining order because she's a real up. you should you should, and, should get one well I don't know Hallie you know I don't think she's gonna do anything
1: Well, I've been keeping my eye out around town because I thought I spotted her a few times because I've seen several people who have waist length hair and it looks like there's a blonde octopus of hair that fell on top of a black head of hair. And I saw that several times. Well, that's also just
0: kind of a Midwestern style, isn't it?
1: That's right. So I think it was a lot of different people, and I also saw people with big gaps between their teeth too. And also I did, in Midwestern mm, style. Yeah. So.
0: But you know what's interesting, Hallie, and I, I just caught it out of the corner of my eye. I was at the gym, and I'd done my workout, and I was leaving, and I looked to the back of the box, which is what we call the uh, the CrossFit gym, and I saw myself. <gasps> And I was like, what? what? I thought there was a new mirror or something. Yeah. She had printed out a, a face of <gasps> my face and was wearing it on her face. And she was standing outside the windows, just kind of what? waiting there. That's I know.
1: terrifying, Gray. No,
0: I thought it was just, I'm like, I told you guys, I've got a stalker. You know, it's, it's flattering. I Standing guess.
1: outside the glass walls of the gym, looking in with your face on her face? Yeah.
0: It's just silly, isn't it?
1: Whoa. I'm... So glad that's not happening to me. Well,
0: I've got the uh, Butters Detective Agency on it, and they're tracking her every move. So oh, that's good. It's just a uh, it's just a matter of time before she slips up, and you know she's either gonna have to drop it because it's never gonna happen if she's listening to this, and. Uh, or just move on, or, or something.
1: Well, you better hope that uh, Butters Detective Agency gets to the bottom of it quick, because if this drags out, that's going to get expensive. Oh, I know. I mean, well, they're bet doing ha- it... hiring a detective is a pretty penny.
0: Well, no, Giovanni Butters is in climax, and it's his dad's agency, so oh. they're do- doing it pro bono. Oh, wonderful! Which I think means that they're doing it. That which I think means they've worked with you too.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Anyway, Hallie, how is your week?
1: Oh well. <laughs> To be honest with you, Gray, between you and me and the lamppost, my husband, Lance Levant had another accident in the Tahoe, oh, and I'm not, not talking again. about with another car, and I I'm really, not talking about number one, but I it was on a seat, that. and I ended up cleaning it up, and somehow, I'm the one with GI issues?
0: Oh, you had GI issues?
1: Well, that's what I went into my doctor for, and I got this diagnosis that I kind of pushed back on to say it nicely I did not agree with the doctor at all um you know the doctor said that all of my IBS my GI issues and all my problems basically I don't want to well, do, have I told you about do you yeah want to even, you've
0: told me um, many times okay I'll then like.
1: I'll just cut to the chase he diagnosed me with anxiety, and I just had to laugh. I said, okay, you know, I know I have a stressful job. I have a stressful life. I'm I'm a mom. I've got a teenage son. I've got multiple daughters. I work full-time at a mega church that is doing nothing less than changing the entire world, saving the world. It's pretty exhausting, and of course, there's going to be stressors, but that's a normal part of life, and he said, I'm not talking about stress. I'm talking about acute anxiety that is creating a slew of health problems and i <laughs> i said here's the thing i want you to know that i have an awesome marriage i serve an awesome and mighty god
0: totally i
1: have awesome kids i have an awesome job i love my life and you yeah. know what i am I know where I'm going when I die, and I I, I don't have any anxieties. In fact, I told him, you know, I do my devotions every day, um, you know, and he said, oh, meditating is good for you. And I said, no, I do not meditate. I do my devotions and I focus on love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Right. And so I know that, you know, the thing I'm focused on is the word of God. And the thing I'm doing is expressing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control at all times in every way on every day. And that doesn't sound very anxious to me. And he said, "You're essentially um, crushing your. You're experiencing a crushing and acute anxiety." And I said, "Well, that's funny because that's not what it feels like. What it feels like to me is love, peace, is kind of, you know." Yeah. And uh, I, 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 He said, "Okay, well, tell me this: Is there anything that you know is bothering you?" And I said, "No." It's all in God's hands. Yeah. I have no worries, not a single one.
0: That's what I, I keep thinking about this talker.
1: If I even had a tiny thing to fret over, I don't even know what I would say. I mean, I have worries about my kids because, you know, I'm a mom and I have a teenage son and I'm just terrified that he's going to end up in jail or getting somebody pregnant or coming home with an STD. And so, you know, that's stuff that keeps me up at night. And then, you know, obviously once my brain is working in the middle of the night, then, you know, I start to worry about my daughters and their sexual purity and whether or not they're attractive enough to get a husband someday. Oh, watch daughters? What I'll do. Oh, I got a whole murder of them. So uh, any hoodles, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I do worry that there's poison in the grass outside and, you know, I lay awake at night sometimes wondering if we're bringing it into the house on our feet or, you know, if the dog is licking it. And, you know, sometimes even I worry that the dog's going to eat food too fast because their stomachs can twist up and then they die. And so, you know, my corgis and my Frenchies are my everything, well, next to Jesus and my family, of course. But, you know, sometimes I lay there in bed at night and I think about the devil and I worry that the devil does have a stronghold on this earth and I worry about the people who the devil is meddling with and how much pain he's putting them in and how he gets arrogant and thinks that he's going to win the ultimate battle but the war is already won you know and then I start thinking I wonder how close there are demons to my house right now there's spiritual warfare being waged all the time you know I think about the normal stuff like that that's just you know the regular stuff you know my doctor's looking at me and he's like I want to put you on a prescription Hallie. And I says, you know what? I am already on one, doc. And it's called the power of prayer.
0: Oh, I love that. Good for you.
1: <laughs> and my doctor finally says, you know what, Hallie, I don't feel like you're taking this seriously. And this is serious. This is your health. You know, if you end up damaging your organs or whatever, you can have a shutdown or, you know, heart attack or, you know, stroke from your high blood pressure. And he was looking at my blood work and all this stuff. And, um telling me that I'm not taking it seriously. And I said, well, doc, I'm sorry, but I don't believe you. I don't have anxiety. I don't don't think that's a thing, and I certainly know I don't have it. And he said, Hallie, if I was a dermatologist and I told you that you had a dangerous mole that needed to come off, would you say, no, I don't believe you? And I was like, No, I would get them all off. And he was like, Well, I'm your doctor and I am diagnosing you with the very real thing and I need you to take it seriously.
0: And what did you say?
1: I said, You know what? I got J C on my side. Hey doc, just give me some peps A C. Then I held up my hand to high five him.
0: <laughs> did he high five you back?
1: No, his hands were full. I was getting a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. Just like Jesus warned us to not worry about the speck in our neighbor's eye, but worry about that big board in our own eye, our guest today is on a big board, just skateboarding right into our lives. It is a teen who's on fire for Christ. I'm so excited for you today, Gray. Welcome to the program, Gnarly Flames.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Gnarly, it's so nice to have you, and I just love these when I get to kind of check in with a teen that is around the church, which I love to do. I'm just like really on the pulse of, of what all you teens are thinking is cool and what you're into. And it's such a good way to showcase you guys and bring you on the show because you are a teen who comes to climax sometimes. And uh, when I saw you today in the packing lot and our previous guest had uh, canceled due to an eye infection, I thought, you know, let's bring a teen on who can really tell us what's going on with teens right now.
2: Yeah, I actually have never even been inside here. Before, oh, really? So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I was told there would be vending machines. Oh, I
1: can take you to some vending machines if you need any snacks. We also have like a whole snack room over here. I have some Luna bars, but these are for gals. Does this look good for you?
2: No, if it says women on the package, I'm not allowed to eat it. Oh, yeah.
1: I got it. I got it. Well, speaking of packaging, I wanted to ask you about your cool name, Gnarly. I mean, I know that in real life, your parents, the name your parents gave you was Garrison Ugh. Flames, but now you're going by Gnarly Flames, which is a cool skateboarding name. I mean, what are we supposed to call kids nowadays? I don't follow any of it
2: pretty much a lot of kids are named after like old old people who've died and I, I think it's time that teens take the power back oh. and they start coming up with their own names, you know? So I, I claimed gnarly because I was like, Garrison was my great-grandfather, and all he ever did was be in the Civil War. Oh, wow. So I, I needed my own thing. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. And as as Hallie mentioned, you uh, you did bring a skateboard with you. I think that's very cool. And I've been encur- encouraging you, you know, maybe go check out the skate park that we've built here. Uh, there's some, you know, obviously some great Bible studies and stuff going on but you know you can't holly you cannot force these kids to do anything and i would say most of the time natalie is out there kind of grinding along the uh the you know the the rails and the loading dock and and things like that yeah
1: gnarly I was going to ask you is is um you know the price of admission to get into our state-of-the-art heaven is a half pipe skate park is that you have to listen to a, a bible study or a sermon or a lesson you know but geared towards teens for you know upwards of a half hour hour or so is that too much of a price of admission just for some fun skateboarding
2: Honestly, yeah. I mean, the only time I've ever opened a Bible was when I found one in the nightstand of a Motel 6 on vacation to Six Flags. So, you know, from that moment on, I was kind of put off by it if I'm being honest. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: Well, I, how about if I explain it to you this way? You know, we can appeal to something you really like. Let's talk about skateboarding. Maybe let's talk about what is your emotional experience when you get on that skateboard? What are you feeling? What is it that you like about it? Is it the freedom? Is it the adventure? The risk? The, the camaraderie? What do you think it is? Mm. Because then I'm going to tie that into what Jesus can
2: give you. You know, for me, I think it's the risk. Because anytime you get on a skateboard, you don't know what's going to happen to your bones and your body, anything could go down. For example, you could break your leg, but you could also have a really good time and look incredibly cool. So. It's a gamble, and I like a little bit of risk.
1: Uh, Is that why you don't have any wrist guards or helmet in here? I saw you walk in here with just the board. No,
2: you do not need a helmet. You do not need gear to protect your body. That's for cowards and for uh, losers. Okay, Okay,
1: then you might like what the Bible calls the armor of God. And if you become real best friends with Jesus, who's probably the greatest skateboarder of all time, or would have been if the wheel had been invented, you know, in the Bronze Age when he was living in the Fertile Crescent, but I think he can offer you all the risk and reward you've ever, ever wanted. Does that sound exciting?
2: Yeah, I mean, all the risk and reward I've ever wanted. You're talking like the biggest half pipe I can even imagine in my mind. That sounds cool.
1: Okay, cool. And so if helmets and wrist guards aren't cool, well, guess what? I can offer you an invisible armor of God, a breastplate of righteousness, a (laughs) helmet of salvation, a sword. I mean, we got all kinds of invisible gear. And then, you know, because it's invisible, you'll still look cool. So look, you're you're practically already saved. This is going well, Gray.
2: Is a breastplate like a bra for, for God? No, right? No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said bra. My mom's going to be so mad. Well,
0: Okay, now Hallie, I've also talked to Natalie about this stuff before and uh, for some reason he didn't quite take to it uh, quite as well. But I, you know, I will say I have covered all that before in Climax and uh, yeah, I think, you know, uh, Garrison, when you were when, you know, you, ha- uh, Gnarly. Right, right. Gnarly. You, you have had times where you're like, oh, wow, gray is awesome. And gray also tells says, says stuff like this to me. I guess well.
2: I've yeah. had that, I guess.
0: Well, remember that one time that I came out on the skateboard?
2: Yeah. And you twisted your ankle real bad. I and I we were all really worried oh, about I wasn't twisted. I mean, twisted it, it really wasn't bad. twisted
0: bad. It was just like a little stumble.
2: Oh,
1: I remember. You were you were limping for six months. Yeah. I mean, a sprain, they say, is worse than
2: a break. Yeah, I don't know why they say that. A break is worse.
1: How many times have you broken a bone while skateboarding?
2: Oh, I've broken pretty much five bones. Oh, wow. Wrist, uh-huh. ankle, tibia, uh-huh. forearm, Whoa. front of skull.
1: Yeah, and what about that front tooth there? Was that also broken off from uh, skateboarding? Yeah,
2: if you consider the teeth bones... Oh, then absolutely. Well, I just want to go
0: back because because I actually don't think I twisted my ankle really bad. It was more like because I don't like to name names, but you and I think it was Echo Wood and Alexa Weems. You all was sort of saying I was twisting my ankle. But remember, I came up to you after that and was saying, hey, check it out, guys. I also have a board. And remember, I, I walked right over to you
2: to kind of show you that, you know. I didn't twist it. Yeah. Really. Your words were saying you were fine, but your eyes were saying something bad happened.
1: <sighs> oh, Gray, I'm so sorry. I mean, when you get injured, the older you get, the longer it is to recover from an injury. So, you know, gnarly, enjoy being able to bounce back while you can. I'll tell you what.
0: Well, you know, and I don't, uh, let's just change the subject because I do think it is really cool to have a teen in here to yes. just check in because I think, as you know, Hallie, these teens trust me, they know me, they know that I know what's cool. And so I guess I just wanted to check in, what do you guys think is cool right now?
2: Oh man, where to begin? Here's what's out. Wearing a backpack. Oh, okay. Here's what's in, holding all your stuff in your hands. Okay. Here's what's out, listening to music in your headphones. Okay. Here's what's in, listening to your music out loud as loud as you can. Okay. What's out, having crushes on girls. Oh. What's in? having crushes on guys and girls. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. oh am
2: I not, is the, I'm not allowed to talk about crushes on this no, no, podcast. No, no, you go, are. On, go I mean, on, We can yeah. just work go with on, that, sir. I guess. I don't have any crushes right now. Okay. Oh, okay, well, good. Yeah, I'm taking time to focus on myself. Oh, good. Oh,
0: that's good. And, and Christ, oh. Oh. and Jesus specifically, I hope. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. if he can help me with math homework, then sure, here's what's out. Texting, here's what? what's oh. in. Going on your computer, all day. Textings is out? I thought texting was in. Texting's out. Why? No, now parents can text. Oh. If your parents can text, it's over. Oh, shoot. Yeah.
1: Wow. What what about WhatsApp?
2: WhatsApp is in if you're part of a family with a bad phone plan or you're international. But WhatsApp is out if you're using it to organize a group get together. Okay.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: what about GIFs? Are GIFs in?
2: GIFs are out. But Jiff peanut butter is back. Jiffs are in. out. Yeah. What?
1: Oh wow. It's well, so fatty. What about TikTok? Is it out or in? TikTok is is in.
2: Is in. It's incredibly. How in. do you know? Uh, really? But YouTube is out.
1: Oh, t- YouTube is out. TikTok is in. What about um, Facebook and X? Facebook is in.
2: I, but Ironic is in. Yes, <gasps> but it has to be a joke. Oh, OK.
0: This is so OK. Hallie, you don't know. I know because uh, one thing that I have noticed was in is wearing a blanket around your neck. Um It's sort of, uh, you know, this kind of this cool
1: cape style
0: cape homeless style going on. And I did that the other week and you were there and Ali. So what did you think of that?
2: Yeah, like, I said sort of what 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 is that? Why'd you bring that? Did you bring that from home? Well, I did. Did you make that?
0: I did, and I did. But were you trying? Were you saying that ironically? Because I thought irony was in.
2: Irony is in, except for when you're talking to adults. But asking someone, "Did you make that?" That's that's um, that's like a roast. Oh. Oh, yeah.
1: going rapid fire sure. because it's so good for me to talk to an honest teen to find out what's in and out. Um, Elon Musk. Out. Okay, politics.
2: Back in. Oh, what? wow. Okay, how about yeah. meal kits? Out. Okay. Make your own sandwiches. You have all the stuff right there in your house. Oh, wait, when your were the teens ever
0: the using meal kits? I don't remember the teens ever doing talking about meal kits.
2: Okay, me um, personally, I started using a meal kit because it was pretty hard to remember to pack school lunch. Um, but then someone put me on to just eating a handful of pretzels. And I said, that's actually way better. See, this
0: is is just so uh, it's a bit annoying to me because like, I don't understand how something as like eating a handful of something could be out or in. Do you know what I mean? It seems like way too specific. Like, okay, fine. I'll be in and eat a handful of almonds.
2: Yeah, but the rules are constantly changing. So you kind of just have to keep up. Like um, almonds right now, completely out. Why? So weird to eat almonds because they're associated with moms.
1: Oh, okay. What about almond milk? Out or in?
2: Out. Nearly obsolete. When have you had that recently? Good
1: point. Um, okay, let's keep going. Patriotism.
2: Out. Hard out. Uh,
1: education.
2: In. Oh. But ironically. Oh. Okay. So you have to learn about stuff, but you like you don't even care that you're learning it. Okay, okay. I,
0: I'm sorry, but I know this for a fact, Hallie. The 90s are in. The 90s are back. And I think you can tell because today I wore these Grimici pants. Oh. And I thought these were pretty cool.
2: Yeah, Gray, the 90s are headed out they're on their way out again well because that's how the cycle works
0: what is it so all right but before we get too into this because i don't think everything can just be categorized out or in what is the cycle
2: sure so pretty much teens start doing something and that's cool okay right and then it works its way up once college kids start doing something that is probably the peak of cool because who doesn't want to be like a college kid and then once moms and dads start doing something, it goes out. But then once grandmas and grandpas start doing something, it's back in, but as a joke. Ugh, okay. Just... Okay. Back to the rapid fire. Big gulps. Big gulps in, and they'll stay in forever, baby. Oh, I don't care. I like big gulps. Okay. Graffiti. In, always in, mainly because our parents are basically never doing graffiti. Ah,
1: uh, okay. Um, Banking.
2: Out. Okay. You need to hold all your money in your hands. Okay. Dri- well, another hands thing?
0: It seems like so many of these are just
2: hand-based things. Okay, yeah. here we
1: go. Um, uh, How about, uh, Gnarly, how about driving cars?
2: Driving cars in. Being driven in a car, out. Okay. okay. How make- about saltines? Saltines in. Eating six saltines in a minute, in. Eating seven saltines in a minute, impossible, in. Eating eight saltines in a minute, deadly, out. Okay, how Wait, about- this,
0: Okay, so is that, that? are you eating them from your hand?
2: Yeah, how are you eating them?
0: Well, I don't know. I thought you were gonna be like, no, you don't eat the seven saltines from your hand. You put them in a little stack on the table and suck them up like a hoover. <gasps>
2: new thing that could be in.
0: really i said that good then i made oh, it up because wow. i just said that
2: i'm not gonna tell anyone that you made it up but yeah i'll probably pass it on to the teens see what they say so can i'll run it by the guys so so can i just ask is there
0: some kind of because i have seen you and mcmurtry sullivan oh well, i don't like to name names but you mcmurtry sullivan uh stefan grundle and uh. jimmy Caps out in the parking lot and i've heard that you all call it the council now, is this council where you all sort of are deciding what is in or out?
2: Absolutely. So everyone who walks by, we turn sort of an eye of judgment onto them. And we decide basically if what they're doing is a bummer or if it's actually innovative and neato.
0: Oh, I see. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Okay. I just have three more. Um, tolerance.
2: Tolerance in. Oh, so in. Okay.
1: Oh, Political correctness.
2: Out, Oh, okay. if you can believe okay. it. Okay. But nuance, in. So oh. that takes care of that.
1: And finally, I just wanted to ask, being sexually active.
2: In. Oh, oh. it grieves the heart of God. It really... Oh, Sorry. Why is that in?
0: Oh. I guess that's something you can eat from your hand.
2: Yeah. You know, I think being sexually active is in because not everyone is doing it. Mm. So... It's sort of like once you're there, you have a secret. Oh, right. Me personally, not sexually active. Oh, not that you ask. Oh,
1: good. Oh, that's good. that's good. Well, I guess I,
0: good. you know, and I always like to bring this back to God, even though I'm a, still a bit confused about what makes something outer in. But the fact that you and these guys go out to the parking lot and judge people mm-hmm. is a godly thing because that God judges people, right? And isn't it yeah. cool that you all are doing something that also God does. I'm just trying to kind of draw a parallel. Do you know what I mean?
2: So you're saying like God sits up there and he decides like what's in and what's out but for Christians? Yeah, huh. exactly. Cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. He, yes, he does it, and I guess if you're out, you're going to not be with him in heaven, and if you're in, you're in, you know what I mean?
1: In is going to be paradise, actually. Total utopia, gnarly. I mean, you're going to be able to do 360s. You're going to be better than Sean White on a snowboard when you get to heaven, and the alternative is nothing less than, you know, living in excruciating torment for all eternity, where you will be weeping and gnashing your teeth while you're being tormented and burned alive, but never consumed. It's just going to go on forever and ever. So if those are your two options, paradise and utopia, you know, essentially becoming Sean White and an Olympian, you know, where everyone's bowing down to you and, um, uh, you know, and, and you, everything in heaven is in, or, you know, eternal damnation
2: and eternal torture. I mean, torture to infinity. Oh, man. Yeah. torture's out right now. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Torture is unethical because pretty much you're basically saying like, I want to inflict pain on someone on purpose. Mm. Awful, if you ask me. Yeah, well, yeah. I do yeah. want to um,
0: ask you, um. you know, as a, as a teen right now, I just think it's important to remember that you don't know everything. And so when you say things like this is out or in or, uh, mm. you know, gray twisted his ankle, it's more of about- Yeah, he
2: was wearing that blanket around his his neck and it looked... Everybody was that. doing
0: that, weren't that they? That could be
1: dangerous on wheels.
0: What, what, didn't you see the kids wearing the blankets? I don't think and you I'm not mix talking about a homeless one.
2: Skateboards. No, I, it's dangerous. You're not supposed to have any hangers on.
0: Well, I know that because mine got caught on a fire door in the annex.
1: Oh, is that how you broke your ankle?
0: Oh, I didn't break my ankle. It was
2: twisted, sprained. It was sprained. worse than a break. Man, you really. Um... <clears throat> my mom says I'm not supposed to say stuff like this, but sometimes when adults. Um, try to be liked. They end up digging themselves a deep, cavernous hole and making it worse than they ever imagined. Oh, my mom says I'm not supposed to say stuff like that.
0: Uh, well, but. I don't. You know, here's the thing, and you'll learn this uh, as you get older, uh, Nali. But I don't care if anybody likes me. Huh. I have, you know, I've I've got one person who loves me, and that's Jesus. And it feels so freeing and cool when you just don't have to worry about that anymore. I know as a teenager right now, you're going, oh, who likes me and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just going, you know what? i doesn't matter.
1: Oh, gnarly. If you're worried about people liking you, and I'm not saying you are, but if you are in those hard teen years, I'm with you. It never went away from me. I'm the opposite of gray. All I do is stay awake, worrying that people aren't going to like me. I need people to like me. I'm such a people pleaser. I would be devastated if I thought that somebody didn't like me. And everything that I do is all trying to make sure that I'm keeping people happy, making sure they have what they want, not being too loud, too big, too anything, just being just enough all the time. I, I'm here to okay, help. Okay, Hallie, you know? we got
2: it. Okay. That's kind of how I feel, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much I'm freaking out all the time about like, are do people think I'm cool? You know, am I uh, a trendsetter? Am I uh, crushable? Will I ever have my first kiss in this lifetime? Uh, th- 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 that's what goes through my mind.
1: Well, I'll tell you what you are going to have a first kiss and ideally you know where it'll be in the middle of your wedding ceremony when the pastor says you may now kiss the bride and you're gonna love it you're good it's gonna be like fireworks exploding from your face gnarly i mean it is really truly going to change things for you forever i i really want to offer you that word basket of encouragement that you know my my i have a teenage son day who tells me it's incredibly inappropriate for me to talk to kids about their sexuality you know as an outside adult. But if I may speak into your sexual future, you know, just as an outside adult, I just want you to know that the type of Christian sex you could be having someday is going to truly be better than any kind of sex anywhere, especially the immoral stuff. And, and, Uh, you know, not to really add to your anxiety, but I want you to know that science tells us that if you have sex outside of marriage, you'll die from horrific diseases. Your skin will be eaten up in open sores and ulcers. Your insides uh, will be I You'll be a festered, you know, infected, pain-filled, be, it'll be as if people don't even want to look at well, you. Yeah. You also could end up with children everywhere who are like these, you know, gnarly little uh, ragamuffin <sighs> kids pulling on your clothes that you're now responsible for because you've planted your seed in all these other female bodies that okay, aren't yeah. allowed in you Indiana to terminate really their does. pregnancies. Yeah. Okay.
2: Cool. Yeah, I guess I'm open to all that. It's just if I have to have my first kiss in front of my aunt and uncle at my wedding, pretty much that is I'm going to do a bad job. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure That is
0: true.
1: Well, it's just sort of you kind of just, you know, put your lips into the shape of like, say, you're sucking out of a straw Mm. and then you kind of just lean forward with your eyes closed and see what happens. There's really no good
2: or bad at it. I don't know. A lot of girls at school are like, there's a right and a wrong way. Oh, really? You don't want to be the wrong way. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh, something that's no. been happening
0: a lot, Hallie, and I do know this for a fact, and you you know this as well, Natalie, is what's called mirror face.
1: What's that?
0: Well, it's uh, what teens are doing right now. They're practicing kissing in the mirror, and they press a bit too hard, and then the mirror breaks, and you have teens now that have terrible spiderweb scarring yeah. across the oh. face. And, I mean, I'm not sure, Nali, if you've heard of this, but I want you to be careful because you can't be pressing your face into a mirror because you you might get mirror face.
2: People mm-hmm. think that this came from skateboarding. Oh. But it came from practicing cunnilingus on a mirror. Oh. Oh, no. So.
1: Whoa. I thought maybe that was just a a scar from, yeah, the boarding. Um, I can't believe
0: you practiced that.
1: I'm not exactly sure what that is, but I know I'm going to look it up later and that it grieves the heart of God.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to be praying because I I don't want to know what cunnelings is. I never really have understood cunnelings, and I know that if I ever looked it up, I wouldn't like it. And so I'm just hoping that you aren't exposed to what that is because cunnelings, as far as I know, is not anything we should be talking I
2: could about explain and it, it like to you. Total. I have an older brother, and he says all sorts of stuff, and he basically tells me what all of it is and how it works, and I could pretty much just tell you the whole oh, thing. yeah,
1: okay,
0: uh, go but, ahead. Well, wait, before you do that, why were you doing that and not kissing the mirror? I mean, now I guess I'm going to say just go back to trying to kiss the mirror. Or, well, or, pretty much
2: or, I figured I'd mastered kissing because I'd practiced it so much, okay. but truth be told, the day has not come when someone has wanted to plant a kiss squarely on my lips. I'll say I – um. I'm taking a little break from having a crush right now because I got my heart broken so bad, oh. better than any bone I've ever broken. Oh. But oh no, what oh, happened?
1: Gnarly! I'm so. Sorry. I don't want to
2: name names, but her name is Celine, and pretty much we were boyfriend girlfriend for like 15 minutes, and then she said it was actually a prank.
1: Oh, so, that's so painful, gnarly. That's yeah. gnarly, gnarly. It's gnarly. Are pranks
2: in? Oh, pranks are in. Pranks are in so hard. Uh, I'm getting pranked left and right. Oh, no. Okay.
1: Yeah. um, I think, okay, um, I'm going to take these extra tissue out of this box. I'm going to put them in my armpits. I'm going to get ready. Okay. I have a tissue for my face in case I start uh, spontaneously sweating in a flop sweat when I hear about what cuddlings is. And I think I'm ready. So whenever you're ready, I'm ready uh, for the description.
2: Okay. So- and this is just what my brother says, and that guy is right about pretty much everything. But that's my caveat. Basically, cunnilingus is when you already have a girlfriend, okay, and you've already kissed before, okay. Okay, and you, it's it, and and pretty much you put your mouth on their private. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. But, oh no! But, ah. But they love it. And it's like fun. And my brother has tried it. What? So he pretty much gets, Uh, yeah. uh,
0: Oh no. Any questions? No. Okay. I have no questions.
2: I could keep going. It's supposed to last uh, anywhere from uh, two minutes to 45. (laughs) And you can stop and start at any time. What?
0: Why would you even do that?
2: Why would you start or why would you stop?
0: I definitely know why you would stop. I why would to, you even I just don't see these are the things that people are inventing nowadays, uh, Hallie, that are just so sick. I
2: need an inhaler. Uh, I've got one. Anybody here have asthma? I have an EpiPen, oh, I you. have an inhaler, give, 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 I have Narcan, I got give everything. It all to here me. You go. Hold sure.
1: on. Wait, what is it? I need this. Hold on, I'm pulling it out of this vent.
2: Boy, well, you're sweating real hard.
1: Dear God, help me! I can't get up. I've fallen down. Hallie. No, I can't. Ah!
2: Was it something I said?
1: Gnarly Flames was played by Charlie James. Follow him at Nonbinary Cowboy. I'm Holly Laurent, playing Hallie Lebont, and Gray Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free, card support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.